0: With chin whiskers, Captain Arthur Keller. Their dress is that of 1880, and their voices are southern. The Kellers' faces are drawn and worried until the doctor says, She'll live. At that, Kate closes her eyes. You're lucky, Captain Keller, the doctor goes on. Tell you now, I thought she wouldn't. Don't spare us, doctor. Will she be all right? Keller asks. Has the constitution of a goat, the doctor notes. Outlive us all. Keller takes Kate's hand and presses it as the doctor continues. You run an editorial in that paper of yours, Captain Keller. Wonders of modern medicine. We may not know what we're curing, but we cured it. Well, call it acute congestion of the stomach and brain. Keller and the doctor move away while Kate, tearfully happy, adjusts the blanket. I'll see you to your buggy, doctor, says Keller. I won't undertake to thank you. The doctor is shaking his head. I've never seen a baby with more vitality, he says. By morning, she'll be knocking down your fences again. You're a pair of lucky parents, Captain Keller. The doctor clicks a giddy-ap. app, is the clop of hooves and roll of wheels. Keller's eyes follow the unseen buggy out of sight, then lifts to the stars, thanking them, too. Suddenly, from inside the house, comes a knifing scream. Keller rushes to Kate, and we see a terrible look upon her face. She chokes down a second scream. Look, she cries. She passes her hand over the baby's face. She can't see. She takes the lamp from him and moves it before the child's face. She can't see, she repeats in anguish. Or hear, when I screamed she didn't blink, not an eyelash. Helen, Helen, Keller cries hoarsely. She can't hear you, cries Kate. Helen! He shouts it now. His face has something like fury in it, and Kate, almost fainting, takes up the baby's hand, presses it to her mouth to stop her own cry. When next we meet the child, years have passed. We are in leaf-dappled sunlight in the yard of the Keller homestead. Three children are on the porch steps in a litter of paper doll cutouts and accompanied by an old setter, Belle. Helen, now six years old, is with the servant's children, Martha and Percy. Helen is in body, a vivacious child, with a fine head, attractive but noticeably blind, one eye larger and protruding. Her gestures are abrupt, insistent, wild. Her face alone lacks lightness and never smiles. Her hand goes up quickly and fingers Martha's lips, then Percy's. Percy's teeth playfully bite at it, and the hand jerks away. That's how I do, says Percy. She keep poking her fingers in my mouth. I just bite em off. What's she trying to do now? Martha asks. She's trying to talk, says Percy. She gonna get mad. Look at her trying to talk. Helen's face is scowling, the lips under her fingertips moving in ghostly silence, growing more and more frantic, until, in a child's rage, she bites at her own fingers. This sends Percy off into more laughter, but alarms Martha. Hey, you stop now, she says to Percy. Then she pulls Helen's hands down. You just sit quiet. But Helen's hand is again at Martha's lips, insatiable, and Martha slaps it down. Helen's fingers grope, then make a scissor-like gesture. She wants the scissors, says Percy. Martha puts the scissors in Helen's hand, and instantly Helen has Martha on her back, knees pinning her shoulders down and Martha's tied bunchlets of wiry hair are flying off in snips of the scissors. Percy darts to the bell-string on the porch, yanks it, and the bell rings. At the sound, Kate comes out disturbed, saying, Helen, for the thousandth time. She hurries down the steps to them, as Martha is running off in tears, and Helen is fiercely snipping the shorn bunchlets into smaller fragments. Kate reaches for the scissors. Helen pulls them back. They struggle for a moment, then Kate gives up wearily and lets Helen keep them. She tries to draw Helen into the house, in the end succeeds, and they go into a large old-fashioned room which serves as living room and dining room. Here there is a cradle with a sleeping infant. In the room is Mildred, Helen's little sister, Captain Keller in Spectacles, who is looking over newspaper pages at a corner desk, a benign Aunt Eve with a sewing basket, putting the finishing touches on a big shapeless doll made out of towels, and an indolent young man of Kate's age